Well, I guess every announcer has to say it, that when two teams from the NFC East battle, you throw the records out. So I can't wait to watch this game. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This, this game is always good. It's going to be good once again, and it's two teams that, of course, are, are, are very desperate. I wouldn't say it's a must win because of the way that this whole league is going right now. So it should be a heck of a matchup with two desperate teams needing to win badly. Yeah, because on the Philadelphia side, remember, Carson Wentz started the season unable to play, still rehabbing the torn ACL. He comes back. He started to get a little bit of a rhythm with this offense. We'll see how he and the Eagles come out on the road. VIP listeners, you are now on the mark. We're coming to you live from the On the Mark Media Center. Getting you ready for America's Game of the Week. Eagles traveling out to Dallas to face the Cowboys for first place in the NFC least. Benny, it's always interesting when these Eagles and Cowboys get together. And even though some may feel the Eagles are in the midst of a disappointing season, they're still in the hunt to win the division and return to the playoffs to defend that Super Bowl crown. Big game Sunday, Benny. It's a huge game, Marky. I mean, the division is essentially on the line now that the Giants and the Redskins have essentially faded out completely. And, you know, it only adds to a steamy rivalry already. No question about it. A storied rivalry that I broke down in a recent blog earlier this week that seems to be getting a lot of feedback. Yeah, you did. I mean, it's been popular and, you know, been controversial at the same time. I think Overall, Eagles fans take that rivalry much more seriously than Cowboys fans do. Well, that's what I've always told people. People don't realize that in this area, but you travel elsewhere, whether it's Texas or anywhere else that there's Cowboys fans, which is everywhere, very few of them look at the Eagles as their natural rival. Yeah, it, it's always, usually, the Redskins. I'd go so far to say the Eagles aren't even top three. Uh, yeah. and The and Packers and Niners are at least in the exactly above you, them. You can kind of go that route with it. But regardless, there have been some great moments between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Sure. And I'm going to give the On The Mark VIP listeners right now our top Eagles-Cowboys moments. Now, that doesn't mean... They're the most iconic moments. That doesn't mean they're the most important moments. That just means they're our top moments. Sure. We're going to start it off with Bounty Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know how when the Pistons got into that fight with the Pacers and they called it Malice at the Palace? Yeah. Well, the headlines of the papers after the Bounty Bowl was the Malice in Dallas. Okay. So that was the originator of that. And Buddy Ryan was a great character. And those Eagles teams were loaded on defense. Oh, absolutely. And that was, you know, one of those moments where you only wonder what would happen if that game took place during the social media era. Mm-hmm. With all these crybaby NFL journalists out there. Well, it's a different day and age. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately they won the game I congratulate them uh, they're a very very talented team the most talented team we played so far this year but uh, I have absolutely no respect for the way they played the game Did you say anything, buddy? Uh, oh I would have said something to buddy but he wouldn't stand on the field long enough he put his big fat rear end into the dressing room. all right 
the next top moment in our Eagles Cowboys list here. The Tommy Hutton botched snap on Monday Night Football in Dallas. The year was 1997. The Eagles miraculously drove down the field with Ty Detmer at quarterback, set up for a game-winning field goal. I believe the field goal was from the one-yard line. Botch snap. Cowboys win. Glorious. You were enjoying that, I'm sure, Benny. Yes, an eight-year-old version of me was. The year prior to that, for our next moment, 1996. Eagles at Dallas again. Troy Aikman navigating the Cowboys down the field. Game-winning drive. Throws it in the end zone to win it. I believe he was trying to throw the ball away. And linebacker James Willis intercepted the ball towards the back corner of the end zone to seal the deal for the Eagles. Third and goal at the three. The Eagles need one more great defensive play. Edmund's going to throw it if he has time. Picked up in the end zone by Willis. Willis laterals to William Thomas. This is Thomas. Troy Vincent now with the ball, and Vincent will stroll into the end zone. Talk about disaster. Unbelievable. The Cowboys were in position. They had the field goal. It's third down. You don't want to, you don't want to force anything. Troy Aikman forced that one. Top moment now in this rivalry for On the Mark. The year was 1995. Barry Switzer's first place Cowboys visiting Veterans Stadium. Fourth and one. They ran it behind Nate Newton. Eagles defensive tackle Andy Harmon and the whole defense stuffed the play as Emmett Smith lunged and leaped for that one yard and could not get it. The vet went wild. The Eagles' defense went wild. A game known simply as fourth and one. With the score tied late in the fourth quarter, the Eagles' defense made a legendary stand. Eagles can win it if they stop the Cowboys here. They give it to Smith. He doesn't make it. And stop them. The Eagles take over on down. The Eagles take over on down. The referees are talking. We've got the problem. We've got the problem. Oh, oh they're going to call the two minute the warning. They're going to say it was no play. Eagles stopped them once, and they stopped them again. And I just love that moment. I remember laying on my living room floor watching that moment and saying, man, is this cool. Eagles were in those beautiful Kelly Green uniforms. The Eagles actually were pretty well off on defense that year and actually throughout the roster. They had a veteran-laden roster. They uh, were the wild-card team that year, went 10-6 and and won in the first round of the playoffs against the Lions and then lost to the Cowboys, ironically, in the divisional round in Dallas. But that fourth and one moment was special, Benny. It was iconic. It really was. And I enjoyed that era of the rivalry the most. Because mm-hmm. Eagles fans went into that those games feeling like there's no way they could win. 
Yeah. And it was so cool when the Eagles would compete and keep the game close and battle. And it was the coolest feeling when the Eagles pulled it off, pulled off the upset. I mean, the Cowboys of that the 90s, that's we're talking about iconic dynasties. Yeah, it's a juggernaut. You know, the parody wasn't what it is today. No. So it was cool to see those David versus Goliath matchups mm-hmm. in some regards. Yeah. Now we move on to America's Game of the Week. And we have, on the mark, NFL insider, our Eagles insider, the great Johnny Donnie joining us. Because Johnny will be out at this game this weekend, which is a cool matchup to get to. So we're going to get Johnny on the line. All right, VIP listeners, we now have a guy that you're all very familiar with, the great Jonathan Donnelly. Johnny, we're thrilled to have you back on the show before i kind of hand the ball off to you here as you know we recently fired steven spadaccini as our eagles insider we still may be able to find a role for him here at on the mark a little further down the trough so to speak but johnny how's it feel to be the new on the mark eagles insider and how you feeling about the eagles this sunday (laughs) Feels great. I got big shoes to fill uh, behind Spats, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for the game. I'm glad it, it means something. There was a, a stretch where wasn't sure if this game would mean anything, but uh, you know, it's a, probably the biggest game of the season so far for the Eagles. Um, you know, it's it's going to be tough going on the road in Dallas, but uh, they've been playing a little better, especially defensively. Um, so it should be an interesting game. Um, you know, you you got to hope that. Carson Wentz continues to uh, basically recover from that knee injury, which is now a full year um, from when he first did it. Like I said, it should be an interesting game. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, it it, it totally will be because nobody expected the Cowboys to kind of come back from the dead like they did. But after making the trade with the Raiders for Amari Cooper, they seem like a changed team, a little more energy, little more cohesion. I think that all starts on defense for them, though, uh, with the emergence of Van Der Esch, who's arguably probably defensive rookie of the year so far. Uh, I'd say their turnaround was more so on defense, which just helps to create, you know, like you said, a more laid-back offense, let Zeke do his thing, let Dak do his thing, you know, and then to get a guy like Amari Cooper in the mix certainly helps, um, regardless of which struggles he's had the past year or two. Um, he's an immediate number one target. Now, going into this game, you have to be concerned about Amari Cooper exploiting that Eagles run-down, beat-up secondary. Yeah, it's always a concern, especially, like you said, they're they're banged up. You're you're looking at a six-string, seventh-string cornerback. Uh, The key to the game is going to be the D-line getting pressure on Dak, forcing him to get that ball out quick. Um, You've seen it a little bit last week. Granted, it was against Colt McCoy and Mark Sanchez. But, the you know, the D-line is starting to get a little healthy. Timmy Journey back. I know he left Monday's game with back spasms. Um, if he if he's back in the game, you know, like I said, the key to the game is just going to be pressure and Dak. Make him – basically force him to beat you. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been playing well. I don't know that he's as good as he's been playing. Um 
I think the key to the Eagles, if the key to the Eagles winning is going to be pressuring Dak, though. Yeah, they're going to have to stop the run, and then be able to get heat on Zach on Dak because he has been fumbling the ball this year. Yeah, and if you get a few turnovers on the road with Wentz and the weapons the Eagles have on offense, they're surely good enough to win the game. Now, yeah. Johnny, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think the Eagles are going to win this game. And if I just had to make an assumption by your tone from knowing you, you don't sound overly confident in the Eagles this week either. I'm just trying to temper my expectations. Um, honestly, I, you know, the line opened up four points. Uh, it's down to three and a half. I'll be interested to see what it, how it goes the rest of the week. Um you know, I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles went in there and beat them. I, I, I wouldn't say it's going to be a blowout, but I wouldn't be shocked at least if they went in there and won. If I was a betting man, I, I don't know that I could put my money on the Eagles at this point, just with the way that Dallas has been playing, um, especially defensively. And coming, But with that said, they're coming off probably their biggest win of the season against the Saints. Um, you know, the Eagles, like I said, they're on a short week flying out to Dallas. It's never easy to play in Dallas, but I'm not not necessarily going to pick Dallas either. Um, This really, to me, truly is a coin flip game. Um, And, you know, like like we said, if if they can create a turnover or two, like you said, with Carson Wentz, um, you know, you saw a kind of a breakout game for Golden Tee. I'd be interested to see uh, what could happen. But like I said, not exactly ready to throw money on either side at this point. And that that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Now, the scene down there will be awesome. Lots, yeah, it should be. A lot to do in Dallas. Yes. You're going down there with your brother and your father for your father's 60th birthday, which will be a very right. cool, very special moment. What do yeah. you guys have planned on the agenda in Dallas this weekend? Oh, uh, you know, we're like I said, we're going to the game. Um we get in Friday afternoon. We're staying in Fort Worth, um, down by a strip of bars, restaurants, that kind of thing. So, you know, we'll probably just take it easy Friday night, grab something to eat, grab a few drinks. Uh, Saturday night, we might actually check out the Rockets uh, Mavericks game, which is in Dallas. It's like a half hour drive. Right. Uh, on day, just game, check out Jerry World. Not, not too much. We're, we, we're going to make it a point to. See where the uh, JF where JFK was assassinated, um, which you know, pretty neat. Yes. In a in a weird way. Yeah. Um, in a morbid way, but it is historical nonetheless. Yeah, and uh, aside from that, just hang out, enjoy the game. You know, we got we got seats for a guy uh, who works for the Eagles. He said we're going to be sitting upstairs with a bunch of Eagles fans, so it should be. A, you know, at least an entertaining game to say the least. Yeah, when you're going into when you're going into enemy territory, it is nice to sit uh, with a group of people that are also pulling for the same team that you are. Yeah, and like you said, um, it's it'll be it'll be entertaining, and you know, not that there's going to be I, I don't think there being any fights or anything, but it's always nicer to be with a group of people you can you know uh, associate with. Agreed. And the scene in Dallas is a little more tame than the scene here in Philly. Of course. <laughs> you know, you're not going to be – it's not going to be the same war zone as if it was a Cowboys fan coming to the link. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, 
I like I said, I anticipate it being a fun time. Will uh, you guess... will you get Ocean City, Maryland style drunk <laughs> with your father and brother in down in Dallas? It happens. I'm not gonna make any promises either which way. I might have to be the one who's uh you know, helping them get home. Uh my dad, like you said, he's celebrating we're taking him to celebrate his sixtieth birthday. Not that he doesn't get out much, he does, but he doesn't get away much. And uh my brother, you know, he's getting another weekend away from I might have to be babysitting him at this point. All right. Well and that's understandable. You know, sometimes you're the aggressor, sometimes you're the babysitter. Well, that's fine. You know, I'll, I'll give them their weekend. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Johnny, we appreciate the analysis. We love having you on the show. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we let you go? Not much, man. Just uh, early Merry Christmas to everybody and uh, Happy New Year. Beautiful. Johnny, love it. Enjoy Dallas. Be safe. Tell your father I said happy birthday. And hopefully your birds get the win for you. At the very least. You got meaningful December football, which as a fan, that's really all you can ask for. Yeah, at this point, it's all we need. There you go, Johnny. Have a good one, man. All right, Mark. See you. You are now off the mark. You know, Benny, it's always nice having Johnny give us a call, talking with him. He loves his sports. He's a realist. And I'd say he's one of the, the best Eagles fans that I know. Well, absolutely. Johnny's a class act. Gotta love the guy. And yeah, he gives an honest opinion. You know, a lot of Eagles fans would come on and preach up their Eagles in this spot. But you know, he understands that there's a realistic chance that they might not come out with the victory. But like he said, it really is probably a coin flip game when you get down to it. And you know, the Eagles could easily come out on top just as much. Sure. The the talent is there on the Eagles. The experience is there. The capability is there. We know that. Now, I don't think they're going to win this game. I'll take that hard stance. People have been asking me to start taking harder stances on certain topics, which that's not what this show is necessarily about, gang. Yeah. If you want the heated debates, you go to FS1, you go to ESPN. You know, if you want the anxiety-ridden conversations, I tell people, Benny, On the Mark is a feel-good show. Absolutely. It's a chill listen. It's a relaxing listen. Yes. We might be insightful at times. We might be funny at times. You know, things get, but we're really not trying to stir up the anxiety in people and create these, you know, quote unquote hot takes all the time. If they're there, they're there, but we're not going to force them. We're not going to look for them. We're not going to seek them out. If they're there, they're there. If not, that's not what this show's about. Yeah, you know, if we have natural disagreement on something, we have no problem discussing it in a mean, in a harmless, in a, an anti-stressful manner. Yeah, in an anti-Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp manner. We don't need to just take a hard stance on a bad point. Yeah. Just to, for clickbait. You know, and keep in mind, there's a reason why ESPN and FS1 only have one debate show each. Yeah. Because the viewers only want so much of that. Mm-hmm. That's not pleasant for many view- many viewers or listeners. It's not my style. It's not our style. But, like we said, we're not going to shy away from it no. if it comes about organically and naturally either. Absolutely. I mean, those shows talk stupid half the time. Half the time, this stuff doesn't even really make sense. No. And 
we try to keep it sensical. We try to keep it short and sweet. So now let me jump into why I think the Cowboys are going to win this game, Benny. I do always like the team at home in a big game going against a team on a short week, not to mention the Cowboys' 10-day layoff Mm -hmm. after the Thursday night game. Sure. The Cowboys' defense has it going on right now. They just shut down the best offense in the league in the Saints. A a shutdown that really we don't even see in this era of football anymore. Yeah. It's very unusual. Absolutely. It reminded me of a game that could have took place, you know, maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, that Saints offense is dynamic. They were in the friendly confines of Cowboys Stadium where teams do seem to play well. Sure. And by no means would the environment – in Cowboys Stadium work to the detriment of an offense. No. Like climate controlled in there and you know, the fans can be slightly more rowdy than they're given credit for, especially later in the season. Yeah, and Cowboys it is a huge fans, stadium. Cowboys fans naturally sell their tickets early and if the team is still relevant halfway through the season, then they start attending their games. Yeah. Tickets are so expensive that a lot of people, yeah, you know, how they make, the make money some money back. back. Yeah. So anywho The Cowboys offense has an old school thing going on. The receivers have to win their routes. They're not too gimmicky. Dak doesn't really throw with much anticipation. He throws to the open receiver. He feeds Zeke. But they have a thing going on in their locker room right now. They are getting the job done. And football isn't always about who has the better scheme, who's cuter especially late in the season. I think the Cowboys are riding high, and they're playing a solid brand of football. The Eagles' defensive backfield is decimated. Carson Wentz, to me, doesn't look like the same guy right now, which we anticipated. And I just believe that the Eagles' Super Bowl hangover is a very real thing. Yeah. I will go as far as to say I could see that in the fourth quarter a scenario where the Cowboys have a double-digit lead late in the game. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. The Eagles seem a little run down to me, a little beat up, and a little worn out. Mm-hmm. A team that wasn't maybe ready to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, it's a team that, personally, I always said, especially in the offseason, that this Eagles team won that Super Bowl off of momentum. Big time. That the team wasn't as good as the other teams they beat, but they caught fire. They had this momentum. They turned negative attention into a positive fire for that team when most teams were having the opposite effect. Sure. There was negativity was bringing them down. Yeah, they were, the injury bug, they made that a rallying point. Yes, the whole underdog rally cry got them to thing, that right. Super Bowl. A gimmick and a touchdown that should have been reversed but wasn't and called a touchdown stood. You're talking about the Corey Clement play. Absolutely, that he still hasn't gone two feet in the end zone yet. Yeah, I didn't think it was a catch either. Gene Steratore was dying to overturn that, but the NFL— yeah. Made their point, told them not to do that. They didn't want the game 
decided on that kind of call. call. And that's understandable. And to further prove that point, gang, if you think, oh, we're just that's just some speculative BS, speculative BS. No, look at the catch rule this year. Yes. How much lax it has been. Yes. So th- this isn't speculative. Speculative. This is factual. Exactly. So, personally, outside of the momentum and a couple lucky plays and lucky calls going the Eagles' way, I really don't think the team was a Super Bowl-winning caliber team necessarily. They just became a Super Bowl-winning team through what they developed that year. Yeah. That's and very hard to carry over. It's it's it just it's so similar to the two Giants teams that yeah. won the Super Bowl. Absolutely. So when you look at the Eagles team this year, they probably are a lot closer to the team that everyone thought they would be last year and the team that they probably should have been last year. Now, when you factor in Wentz not being as healthy and not being as good, especially running the ball, he doesn't run the ball nearly enough or nearly as much as he did last year. Right, because the, because he's concerned about his lower body. As he should be. And, and that's all, this is all natural. And But being that the defense doesn't have to worry about the threat of him running. They get to play him a little differently. Absolutely. They get to play him more aggressively. And the Eagles have not run the ball nearly as well as they did last year. Right. That's been a detriment to the team. Mm-hmm. Factor in all the secondary injuries and just mm-hmm. the fact that their secondary really wasn't that good to begin with. Mm-hmm. It was overrated from last year. Right. The pass rush Guys is had so just good. Great years, you know quality years behind a good pass rush well that pass rush is so good that it makes that secondary appear better this year this pass rush has been slightly not as good still very good still playmakers fletcher cox is still a beast total but ultimately the team just is not as good and i don't think that they can get the cowboys this weekend i really don't i'm predicting a 24 20 cowboys win slightly close right on that number essentially uh but I really don't even know if the Eagles can score that much. I think that the only reason that they were able to out-beat or out-score Mark Sanchez and these Redskins, the fact that it was either A, Mark Sanchez at quarterback, or B, people forget Washington's offensive line was very banged up and not good. Yeah, no, the Eagles win Monday night over the uh, Colt McCoy-led, Mark Sanchez-led Redskins was far from inspiring. Spoke to several Eagles fans and Eagles people that I respect, and they weren't motivated by it by any means. No. That win almost means nothing to me. The game actually felt like a preseason game in the second half. Mm-hmm. There was no way the Redskins were going to win that game. I didn't think at any point. And then once McCoy got hurt, what a joke. Yeah, if the Eagles don't win that game, we're talking... Green Bay Packers, Mike McCarthy type of thing. Well, I agree. While I don't think that they're at the point they'd fire Doug Peterson by any means, it's you start questioning. You start sure. having those rumble, rumblings. Rumblings, in. yeah, that's right. Here's the one thing you have to look at. Are these Cowboys going to sweep the Eagles the year after they win the Super Bowl? It's crazy. I tend to sometimes look at that and think things have to even out, and other times— yeah, I mean, the Cowboys could definitely sweep two games against the Eagles when the Eagles have a down sort of year. Especially with this defense, man. This yeah. defense is no joke. No, the this Cowboys is not like defense, a silly I was, thing. I was preaching this Cowboys defense in the offseason as one of the best defenses in the NFL. People I thought we, I was crazy. I believe we were talking about it on the season preview episode. Absolutely. We definitely were. 
People thought I was crazy. I, I went out on a limb saying that they were going to be one of the best defenses, and they truly are, especially when Sean Lee is healthy. They have the best linebacker core. But even without Sean Lee, that yeah. linebacker core is yeah. filled with studs. They have some nice pass rushers. They have some nice D-backs. Yeah. They got playmakers all over that defense, and, and they and gel Ro- well. And Rod Marinelli knows what he's doing. He's Absolutely. so important to that team. Absolutely. Now, I get Johnny's point that about – the Cowboys coming off of their biggest win of the year. Usually you like to fade a team coming out of that spot. But you gotta factor in that was a thirst that was a Thursday game. So they have some extra time to not only prepare, but get the celebration out of the way and get back to work in a new week. Yeah. Oftentimes you see a team coming off of their biggest victory of the year, have a bye week, the next game out of that bye week, they're fine. There was no hangover because they had that bye week. They had the time to celebrate and get it out of their yeah, mind. Yeah, get the, the mental part of it right and get the physical part of it right. And when you add in that the Eagles are on a short week and they're already banged up and they're already a little not right, it's tough to think that they're going to come in. I, I mean, God, they couldn't stop AP that one play for 90 yards. Yeah, well, look. I think Zeke in this Cowboys offensive line might tear them apart. Look, I'll say this. AP had the 90-yard run, which was historical and very impressive, but he didn't even rush for 100 yards after the 90-yard run. Now, that's partly because the Redskins had no threat to throw the ball. That's a huge part. You know, that's probably the main part. And the second main part is, like I said, their offensive line is not only banged up, but not that good to begin with. So what did he have blocking in front of him, and yet he still was able to gash them for a giant 90-yard run? Yeah. I'm weirdly saying 27-16 Cowboys win. Yeah. Well, you're right on the over-under number at that. Do you want to put a score on it? People have been asking me. Take a little bit harder of a stance. I, do did, this, put, do that. I did put a score, 24-20 Cowboys. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Okay. That that's That's interesting. I feel good about it. I I really do. And I am looking forward to watching America's Game of the Week on Fox. Now, let's just talk about the whole title of America's Game of the Week, folks. 80 to 90% of the games are always involving the Cowboys. Yes, always. When the Cowboys were teetering on being a laughing stock early in this season, they were still America's Game of the Week. All the time, man. They get flexed to (laughs) 4 o'clock all the time. Oh, my. The Jerry Jones pull is surreal. Yeah, well, listen. America loves their Cowboys, and America hates their Cowboys. So either way, it plays for Fox. Yeah, it, it certainly does. It's going to be one of the better games of the year. And, you know, just to reiterate this, Eagles fans have to be appreciative. Coming off a Super Bowl season, which is the ultimate reward as a fan, Mm -hmm. they're getting competitive December football where there was a chance that they may not have. So I think that's pretty cool. And that's almost more than you can ask for. Yeah, I mean, listen, the team was in a tough stretch at, for a little while. Definitely looked like their season might be done. But at the end of the day, who? I'm not even an Eagles fan, and I still believe that they would find a way to get themselves back in the conversation, at least for a wild card or the division. The, the division is so damn bad, how could they not? There's so many teams that still have a chance. It would be a shock if the Eagles only had three wins and they weren't in the discussion. All you need to do is be around 500 at this time. Yeah, I mean, the Giants aren't even eliminated yet. So, while I think, you know, the Eagles fans should be thankful that they at least have a playoff shot this year, I could see them being disappointed also. You're coming off of a Super Bowl. 
I mean, I get it. You finally got yours. You're good for a little while. But at the same time, you can't be happy with what you're seeing. Not everybody's the Patriots, man. Not everyone's the Patriots. It's very tough to get back. I mean, people were talking about the Eagles going on a run. People were very mad at us for saying in the beginning of the year we thought the Eagles were probably like a 7-9 and team. People were mad at me all over the place for feeling that way, and uh, we don't apologize for it. In fact, that would be a good example of a hard stance we took that proved to be accurate. Absolutely. And, but you know, I go no farther than my Mummers Club that when we had the vote in the summer, everybody wanted to go an Eagles theme, mm-hmm. and that's what won out. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there in the corner going, hey, guys, you realize that if the Eagles aren't great next year, come January 1st, not everyone's going to be wanting to celebrate the Eagles right, right. now. It's going to be a little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Nobody listen to me. Oh, they got to win at least 10, 11 games minimum. Yeah. Realistically, I see the Eagles winning one more game for the rest of the year. I do. I think I think we nailed it. I think they're going 7-9. and nine. I would have to break down their schedule. I do remember. Cowboys, Rams, I was going to say they Texans. had a big spot that I liked them. I like to – I like to – play them in that spot and fade the team that they're going to play and that's the rams game that's the game i've been looking for for about a month that's a really nice fade Rams spot now you know payback for carson wentz kind of thing yeah i just think you know it's going to make sense i think a lot of people especially if the eagles lose to dallas are going to be totally off these eagles and thinking they can't compete anymore and you know there's something to a dream crusher spot if they lose to dallas it's somewhat of a dream crusher you're probably not going to make the playoffs unless you go on a run but in order to go on that run, you need to beat the Rams, and I think they can definitely compete against the Rams, and I could see a very big number. I could see it being 8 or 9, especially if the Eagles lose this game. And I think that's a lot of points to give a good Eagles team. Funny that that game's in L.A. again, like it was last year. Yeah. It's almost unusual. Yeah, sometimes you see that. But that happens when occasionally, When you look back yeah. on the matchups, you'll see a team, two teams play each other like three of the last four years, and all three have been We're in at, Carolina yeah, or no, something. Yeah, at that one specific location. Yeah. It'll be interesting. If the Cowboys win this week, it's pretty much over for the Eagles. They would need the Cowboys to drop a few, and they would have to win out. The possibilities are there for an intriguing game. We all know that. We don't have the crystal ball. But we look at the certain important factors, we break Absolutely. it down, and I go with my vibes a lot, and that's what my vibes are telling me, and that's why I wanted to share it with Benny, you, and the VIP listeners. Absolutely, and listen, a lot can change from when we're recording this to kick off. I mean, I pay attention a lot to Vegas betting numbers and where the money goes. So sometimes for Cowboys games, you got to be careful because there's always going to be a heavy swing of Cowboys money bet in Vegas. But... As we're recording this, it's relatively split, leans Cowboys a little, but like I said, you got to almost throw that out with Cowboys games because you're almost always going to get that. So it's about split, and personally, if it's about split, I love the Cowboys. If it goes hard, hard Cowboys by kickoff, birds probably cover. Yeah. But we'll see. You know there's going to be a lot of shots at Jerry Jones up in that booth during this game. Oh, yeah. Hopefully he brought his glasses cleaner and everybody (laughs) – all his little servant voice. He's the man. I, we, we love Jerry. Absolutely. The coolest old person in America today. Yeah. Very possible. He's on the Mount Rushmore cool, current cool old people. Uh, I'd love to spend a day with the guy. Maybe we'll get him on the show sometime. Yeah, who knows? I'm a fraternity brother with him. <laughs> there you go. 
All right, gang, hope you enjoyed our breakdown of America's Game of the Week between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Should be a good one. Enjoy your weekend as the Christmas season rolls on here. All of us at On The Mark, we will talk to you soon. You are now off the mark. You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah!